Alright, what's poppin' guys? Welcome back to the B2 Podcast here on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This week's episode, we're going to be doing a sports recap and likely a world recap too. Um, we got a lot of things to discuss, especially from my favorite teams personally, but just in general, this is going to be a sit-down, regular sports episode where we discuss a whole lot. So, hopefully you guys can do, and if you do, leave a like where we get a podcast and make sure you share it. With your friends. In your family. Alright. Let's get into it. We're going to start in MLB. With my favorite team. The New York Mets. Going out. And signing. On Friday. I forgot the date. Like Friday. Like the third day of free agency. Going out signing. Lotto Escobar. Mark Canna. And Stolen Marte. Huge dealers. Fix up that offense. Guarantee Escobar at third. Which means J.D. Davis. Like who gets traded. You put Marte in the outfield, move Nemo to a corner, and then you sign Mark Canner, who's also going to be probably the left fielder or the right fielder for the Mets in 2022, which is uh, which is actually really amazing. I give bo- I give the Marte move an A, the Canner move an A, and the Ronald Escobar move an A minus. So I'm a big fan of those moves. But Ben, but Ben Steve Cohen wasn't done yet. He then went out and gave Max Scherzer a $45 million contract for three years, which is, it's three years, $145 million. I could be wrong, um, but he, I could be wrong on like deep money-wise, but Max Scherzer is going to be a New York Met. I'm so excited. He has killed the Mets the past couple of seasons with the Nationals and the, Net, and the Dodgers and even before in his career with the Tigers. So it's just nice to know that he's not... For the next two seasons at most, because the third year is an option, Max Scherzer cannot kill the Mets because he is a New York man. I, I get I, I give the Scherzer move an A+. DeGrom, Scherzer, Walker, Peterson, Casey, McGill. Like, the Mets have rotation options. We shall see. It's going to be an interesting one. And then we have the Texas Rangers making a big, 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 big move. They went out and signed Marcus Simeon to a seven-year, $250 million deal. But but they weren't done yet. They then went out and signed Cole Calhoun, John Gray, and then the big one, Corey Seager. And Corey Seager's contract is a 10-year deal worth $350 million. Let's talk about it. Um, Seager... I like the Seager move a lot. He's had an injury problem. But I, I, I don't think the injury... I mean, that's something the Rangers do to be cautious about. So we shall see. But yeah, the Rangers... um, The Rangers signed Corey Seager. They've been out got John Gray. John Gray is going to be a good pitcher. Coming from Coors Field to... Uh, Grove Life Park. Grove Life Park is a pitcher's ballpark. Where... Cores is more hitter's friendly. Definitely gonna help him. We then also have John. Uh, not when we just talked. Cole Calhoun, who's who's been bad the past two years of Arizona. I think the Rangers are hoping to make it the 2019 Angel form of Cole Calhoun. But he he's 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 been bad, but he hasn't. I mean, he, he, I I think it's a high risk, low reward type of signing. Emma Marcus Simeon, who we all know has finished in t- the top three of the MVP vote in the past three seasons. 
and he just got paid for seven years. I, I think the seven years is a little bit too much because he's 31 and it's going to guarantee him he's going to be a Ranger until his age 36 season, which is basically the end of his career. Him and Corey Seager are both obviously going to be a Ranger for the remainder of their careers. I, I mean, I like the move. I think they slightly overpaid, but I think it will work out in the end. I think that they're smarter than what they perceive. So, smart move for the Rangers, and I give them props for going all in. Let's talk about the, uh, the Angels' two division rivals, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and the Seattle Mariners. We'll start with the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners missed the playoffs by a few games last year. So they go up, they trade for Adam Frazier from the San Diego Padres. Obviously, Frazier was a good, good player for the Pirates in the first half of the season. Once he got to San Diego, though, he kind of pooped his pants. He kind of pooped his pants. He pooped his pants completely. Just wasn't the same player that I think the Padres thought they were getting, but they were getting when they traded for him. And so they shipped him to the Mariners, which I just moved for Seattle because Frazier was on the Pirates with just him and Brian Reynolds. And he was doing well. Then you add him to San Diego, which is a higher-pressure situation. He wasn't playing every day. And he pooped his pants. Now you bring him to Seattle. I think it's a good move for the Mariners. Put him at second base. Maybe put him in some left field. Maybe he DHs sometimes. The Mariners will have some options. Good move by the Mariners. But Seattle wasn't done yet. But Mariners then went out and signed. Defending AL Cy Young winner... Mac, uh, not Max Scherzer, Robbie Ray to a five-year, I think it's like a $125 million deal. The Mariners are going for it, and I like it, like it a lot. With the Astros likely losing Carlos Correa, and with the A's likely expected to be Sellers, this is a bonus move, this is a good move for the time for the Rangers, Angels, and Mariners to go out and make some moves, as which they have done. Now let's talk about the Los Angeles Angels. They went out and they just the pitching, signing Noah Syndergaard, Aaron Roop, and Michael Lorenzen all to one-year contracts. The Angels have been known to need pitching. Syndergaard is coming off Tommy John and has only thrown two innings in the past two years. That's kind of like a high-risk, low-reward type of signing. If it works out great, the Angels will re-sign him for a long-term deal. They don't, they let him go, and they will focus on next season's free agency. Aaron Roop is coming off a stellar Season, I think it was his best season out of a bullpen from the New York Mets last season. And he did, he got a one-year deal. He's up getting up in an age, but he'll get a one-year deal. Chance to live the money next offseason. And Michael Lorenzen, good pitcher. But he's also a two-way player who the Angels can also throw out in left field or right field or wherever. And he can give him a little pop off the bench. So the Lorenzen deal, in my opinion, is a good move because they're getting a pitcher. But they're also getting a guy who can... Beat a two-way player, it can hit, it can join Shohei Otani, and he's one of three guys that I know of in MLB who can do both, and Brandon McKay, Shohei Otani, and Michael Lorenzen, and two of them are on the same team, so, good move there. We then have the Miami Marlins making some moves, they went out and they got Jacob Stallings, and, uh, Alziel Garcia, sorry if I butchered that, good moves with the Marlins, Again, they're going for it. I like it. Phillies haven't done anything in the offseason. The Mets and Rangers, in my opinion, are the two winners of the free agency in the AL and the NL, respectively. 
And so if you have a Marlins, this is a perfect time to compete. But Braves really haven't done anything. Um, the Phillies really haven't Phillies haven't done nearly as anything. So it's a good move there. So I give the Marlins some props. Good moves. And then we have the Detroit Tigers deciding, you know what, they want to get him a spending spree too. Tigers signed Eduardo Rodriguez early in the offseason to a five-year deal. And then they go out and they sign former Cub and former Met Javier Baez to a five-year deal with, I think it's 130. Around with one up to, I think it's 130. Congrats to Javier Baez. Tigers are going for it as well. In a few years, this Major League Baseball is going to look interesting. Is this the offseason we look back in 10 years and it's like, these deals weren't worth it. Only time will tell. And um, those are all the moves I have in the MLB. Probably we're going to swift shift over to the NBA because we got Kemba Walker being dropped out of the next rotation. Blake Griffin being dropped from the next rotation. DeMarcus Cousins going to the Bucks. LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart's fight. And we also have LeBron James as of uh, November as of no- November 30th getting diagnosed and testing positive for COVID-19. So we have a lot to discuss. Let's get into it. The NBA, Kemba Walker has fallen out of the New York Knicks' rotation. I love Kemba. He played in my hometown. He played at UConn. Not my hometown, but my home state for college at the University of Connecticut. But I, I think his career is over. I just, I just think Kemba's career is over at this point. Maybe he could have stayed in OKC. Maybe, but I just think Kemba's career is over, which sucks. But Kemba Walker at this point in his career, I feel like maybe should have stayed in Charlotte or maybe could have stayed in Oklahoma City and not been bought out. I get the Thunder wanted to go in a different direction. I get he wanted to win. But I think that him staying in OKC or in Charlotte would have been the best career move for Kemba Walker's career long term. We then have LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart getting into a fight. This happened like a week ago, but I was waiting for more news to break because I didn't want to just cover it. LeBron James, in my opinion, should have gotten more suspensions. He should, him and Isaiah Stewart both should have gotten suspended longer. But they've always served it. But in my opinion, they both should have been suspended a little bit longer. Maybe give LeBron an extra game or two and give Isaiah Stewart like a five-game suspension without pay. But it is what it is. And uh, DeMarcus Cousins has agreed to a deal with Milwaukee Bucks. But Bucks... I'm missing Brooke, Brooke Lopez, who I believe hasn't been played a game from this season. So I think bringing DeMarcus Cousins will kind of help. Because obviously, Brooke Lopez is better than DeMarcus Cousins at this point in their careers. But I think bringing in DeMarcus Cousins will help the Bucks with some defense, some blocks, and stuff that they are, they're clearly missing with Brooke Lopez side-ons, side-on due to injury. We shall see. Only time will tell. And, yeah. The next move I have, MMEA, as of Tuesday, November 30th, LeBron James has tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss 10 games. No, no, it's 14 games. This has just been a rough start for LeBron and just the Lakers in general. The Lakers, in my opinion, are one of the worst teams in NBA. It sucks because that was my favorite player of all time, but 
I, I, I just think that the Lakers are not working out, and LeBron has missed time doing a knee injury, and he said the suspension, and now he's out due to COVID. So this is, um, maybe this obviously isn't the end of LeBron's career, but it very much could be. And I personally don't think he's winning another championship. He's definitely not winning one with that team the Lakers have now. When your youngest player is Taylor and Tucker, and your second youngest player behind that is Malik Monk. I don't, I don't know. I'm just not high on Lakers. Maybe they'll put me wrong, but with LeBron being out 14 days, and with LeBron already missing 10 games or 14 games due to injury and suspension, you add on the COVID uh, time as well. I just, I, I, I just don't know how. Um, I just don't know how the Lakers can be a good team next year. But oh, we shall see. We shall see. Only time will tell. Um, and it will be, it will be a thing to see what happens. Okay, the next move. Let's go to the NFL. We have a lot of news in the NFL. We have, um, well, there's not so much news going on in the NFL as there is in the other sports, but let's talk about it. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the NFL on a possible expansion to 40 teams. Honestly, I'm not opposed to it. I think 32 teams is good at 30 teams is good enough, but. Roger Goodell clearly thinks that getting giving London a team, which I honestly think and a lot of people I've talked to about it think is stupid, because uh, London, England is on the other side of a pond, but I think it's worth a shot, but I don't think London would last very long in the, NBA, in the NFL. I just, I don't see it working. I think pop teams, the cities I want to see run an NFL team, St. Louis won't because they just settled that lawsuit from when the Rams left. But the cities I want to see would be Orlando. Um, I also want to see um, Portland. No, no, Portland get a team, and I'd also like to see a team out in Vegas. No, no, no. Vegas has a team already, and I would like to also see a team out in um. I can't think of a team, but I have those two teams, cities I just mentioned, and honestly. I'm biased. I would love a Connecticut team, but let's face it, that probably won't happen. But Roger Goodell, if you listen to this, please bring an NFL team to Connecticut. <laughs> and I want to talk about NHL briefly. Brad Marchand has been suspended three games for a hit on uh, Edmonton Oilers forward John. I I don't know his name to be honest. If you, I'm not going to butcher it, but. Uh, if you see me hit, Marshall's been suspended for games. Honestly, anytime a player in any sport goes head to head, I think they deserve a suspension. We shall see. But um, yeah, I think um, Brad Marshall's gonna serve that, that. That suspension seems fair. Only time will tell what what will happen there. And yeah, meanwhile, college football, my favorite team, the Michigan Wolverines, pulled off probably. I'm not, not probably. My favorite team in Michigan Wolverines pulled off the biggest upset of the season and beat the Ohio State Buckeyes. And not only beat them, they killed them pretty well. It's a great win for Jim Harbaugh. It's a statement win for the Wolverines. I'm honestly pumped. 
Um, a lot of people are pumped because Michigan finally got their revenge. For Ohio State fans, I think you, I th- I think you talked too much before the game, and you kind of lost. For the Buckeyes, I think you for the Ohio State Buckeye players, I think you felt way too comfortable going into that game where you were gonna win, and you didn't try as hard, and you lost. Uh, some memorable story is never feeling too confident when when you're playing an opponent because you never know what can happen. But yeah, so I think for Ohio State, they felt too conf- too they felt way too confident that they were gonna win. That reason, I think for Michigan, they felt like this is their year. They knew it was on the line. <clears throat> a trip to the Big Ten championship, a trip to the college football playoff. So. You know, obviously helping Jim Harbaugh prove that he's a good coach. There was a lot on stake for Michigan. Honestly, Ohio State, I think you just misplayed Michigan. I think you underdetermined their value and their talent. And for Michigan, I think you did a great job because you won the game. Uh, Haskins is a beast. Five rushing touchdowns. And I think a thing for Ohio State was they could not stop a run. They stopped Cade uh, McNamara, but they could not stop the run. Which ended up being your downfall. So that's all the news I have. That's that's all the news in the. Oh, most importantly, I forgot. Duke has hit. Duke beat Gonzaga in college basketball. It's Gonzaga's, I think, first loss in like two years, or like for a little bit. Might be two years. Might be a little bit longer. But congrats to Duke. Go win a championship for Coach K. Uh, which is actually honestly amazing. That's all the news I have. I love you guys. Thank you guys for all my support and love. I know I've taken a break from a chant from the pod because, but I'll be back posting episodes. Uh, if you don't have me on social media, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Brian Brandana. Follow the podcast page at the B Two Pod Pod Podcast on Instagram. If you want my merch, go to spring.com slash the B Two Podcast or click the link on the Instagram bio. And um. Twitter is BBB Podcast. I'm willing to not that much, but feel free to add it. That's all I have. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for the support. If you have any, if you want to just bait sports at me, just follow me on Instagram or send me a message. I love you guys, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.